0: enrollees in the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program, or FELTSIP, are bracing for a big premium increase starting in 2024. The Office of Personnel Management announced plans to hike up premium rates for current enrollees. OPM is not sharing an average, but Federal News Network has learned at least some of the data here. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman joins us with more. Drew, how are you doing?
1: I'm fine, Eric. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So what are the premium increases that you're seeing?
1: So there is quite a range here, Eric, but the highest number that I've seen, at least from a couple of different accounts of enrollees in FELTSIP, is 86%. So that is a massive increase that Felsip enrollees will see to their premium rates starting in 2024. Some of the other numbers I've seen, just based on data that I collected, as well as data from the National Active and Retired Federal Employees Association, a couple other numbers there are 77% premium rate increase, 49% premium rate increase. So as you can see, they're really across the board here. This is the first time in seven years that Feltzman Roleys will have a premium increase here. There's about 267,000 enrollees in the long-term care insurance program. These are civilian federal employees and military members. And, you know, this is obviously a massive increase. And uh, groups such as NARF and others have kind of raised a couple concerns about the growing rates as well.
0: Yeah, I can imagine massive is an understatement there. Why are they so high and why is this happening now? Is it because there hasn't been an increase in so long?
1: So typically what happens is that OPM will renew its contract with the, for the program about every seven years. So that's when you see the premium rates go up. The contractor for the Feldsip program is John Hancock. And they have, since the program was created, the long-term care insurance program was created back in 2000. John Hancock has maintained that contract and renewed it every seven years with OPM. So there have been massive spikes in the premiums as well. Back in 2016, there was an average 83% increase in the premiums. And as well as in 2016, there we saw another premium rate increase in 2009, where there was a, an average increase of 17%. So if you compare this to maybe the FEHB program that has, you know, two, three, four 4% generally premium rate increases, this is much higher. But of course, it's not happening every year. It's happening every seven years. OPM on its website, they d- described, you know, the frequency and duration of claims, the expected lifespan of enrollees, the length of time that enrollees are expected to keep their coverage these are all reasons that those premium rates can change and that's you know those things can change over time of course so that is part of the reason behind why the premiums are increasing but it is uh, a quite a big number and and of course although opm shared averages in the past they didn't this time around
0: yeah it may not enjoy having to be the bearer of bad news there uh, how is opm trying to manage the high rates
1: so one thing that they have tried to do to to try to help enrollees here is to increase the premium rates over the course of several years. So, if, for example, the premium increase, part of that percentage will go up for 2024, but you won't see that full. So, if, for example, if your premium is going up by 86 percent, as I said at the top, you won't see that 86% increase until 2026. So they are kind of delaying it or trying to do it in phases, but eventually you will hit that big number at the end. Another thing that OPM has done here, because they re- do recognize that there is, you know, these are quite large increases, they have paused new enrollments into the FELTSIP program. So the program is paused for people to enroll in it for the next two years. And OPM can extend that by the end of, of when that would be. That would last until December 2024 for now. And those are a couple of ways that they're trying to do it, but there are still concerns from both federal organizations and the enrollees themselves here.
0: Yeah, let's bring the focus back to the enrollees. I'm curious if you were able to speak with any of them about this experience and what they had to say about it.
1: I did get the chance to speak directly to a Feltzb enrollee, and he told me that his current monthly rate for the program is about $76 by 2026. So, after you see those phases go through of the, the rate increases, he'll be spending $142 per month. And, you know, it's not just these kind of immediate impacts that you'll see. And of course, beyond the immediate impacts, there are more long term impacts as well. So, enrollees, in light of the premium rate increases, they can either choose to go with a higher number or they can opt to reduce their coverage to maintain the same uh, monthly rate. So in this instance, for this enrollee that I spoke to, even though if he chose to reduce his benefits and maintain that same premium rate, which is one of the options you can have, eventually by the time he's in his 60s, the amount that he would get from the program for long-term care would be fall far below where you see the average cost of long-term care. So there is a a challenge there as well. Even if you can reduce the premium rate, it's maybe not necessarily in everyone's best interest, interest to do so.
0: What other options do felt super enrollees have?
1: So uh, as I kind of mentioned, they can either take on the higher premium rate, which again will take place over a couple of years. They can also take the option to take lower coverage and maintain about equal premium to what they have now. There is a third option where you can do a middle of the road approach. If you reach out to OPM, enrollees can choose to fall somewhere between and, you know, kind of adjust the premium somewhere in the middle between what it would be to maintain the same coverage versus reducing coverage and kind of find a middle ground there. But Eric, it is not yet clear how many enrollees will choose which option to reduce their coverage here. If we look back to the 2016 numbers, there were about 96,000 feldspin enrollees. So somewhere between a half and a third chose to keep their premiums the same by reducing insurance benefits. So there could be a very large number of feldspin enrollees here who do choose that that option.
0: All right. Federal News Network's Drew Freeman, thank you so much for the insight. Thanks, Eric. And if you're an enrollee looking for more information, you can find more of Drew's reporting at federalnewsnetwork.com.